Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Masters of the Matrix with Greg M. Last episode, we had talked about the human experience and lightly touched upon the programming of ourselves. And going further into that, how do we wake up from this programming? How do we be better than the programming that has been downloaded onto us? And the first thing that we need to do is we need to realize that we are not our minds, that our minds are the tool, and that our minds have been hijacked and programmed by society, by our teachers, by television, by our, our friends and peers. And then we need to realize that we don't have to be these thoughts. We don't have to be these reoccurring thoughts that we've been thinking again and again, that we can release these thoughts, that we can create new thoughts and new patterns that we don't have to allow these thoughts to attach to our bodies and to our energy fields. We don't have to allow them to overtake us if we don't want them to. You see, going back to that, that analogy of the rider on the horse, that wild stallion, most people don't even realize that they're the rider on the back of the horse. They just think that they're the horse. And the horse will take them through all sorts of crazy things. But to truly empower yourself and to truly be better is to realize that you are the rider on the back of that horse. And that horse can be tamed. And it, could be, and it can be controlled. For you are the mind, you are the body, and you are the soul, or the spirit. You are all three. The spirit is the rider. The soul is the rider. And your soul and your spirit have created this experience for you because it knows what you need, what it needs. It needs this experience. And so some stories are better than others and some are worse than others. But that doesn't matter. The gift is that we have a story to tell. And we can either rise above these stories and these stories that we've had can either make us strong and stronger than we've ever been or they can swallow us whole. And we, we can become miserable because we don't understand that it's so much more than what it appears to be. That we are more than just flesh and blood and more than these minds that we are just living in this beautiful experience called time and space on Mother Earth at this time. We have been here before, millions of times, and we'll be here again. Not necessarily on this, on this time frame, but we have, we have and we will. And so to wake up to that, wake up, to wake up from this dream that we've been having, that we've been programmed to have, that what society has taught you to be, you don't have to accept that anymore. You don't have to be that anymore. We need to start living from our heart and letting our hearts decide who we are. For our hearts are directly connected to our spirit. And if we close off our hearts, then we close off our spirit. And, and, and things can happen, and not great things can happen. Our bodies can become ill and weak. We need to sleep more. And we get caught up in the same patterns again and again, and nothing gets better because we think that we are stuck here, and if we think so, then we believe it to be true, and then that becomes a reality. And so one of my purposes here on Earth is to remind everybody, including my reminding myself, of what's really going on, that we are incredibly powerful, that we are incredibly powerful creators. But we need to take back our power. Instead of giving our power away, we need to take back our power from those who we gave it to, 
And there is no getting frustrated. There is no wrong. Everything is as it should be. Everything has its, has its place. Everything has its lessons. For if you only lived in light, how would you know what dark is? If you only lived in love, how would you know what pain is? How would, we, how would we be able to relate to one another if we only had one aspect of each other? So it's such a gift to be here on earth, to go through these ups and downs. It really is. So that we can better understand ourselves and understand each other. So that when we look at each other, we can come together with compassion. That is the one missing thing, I think, that we need more of in this time, this time frame. We need more compassion for each other. But where does that start? That starts with ourselves, having compassion for ourselves and being gentle on ourselves and realizing that it's not easy to live on, on this Mother Earth at this time or for the past several thousand years. It's quite difficult and it has its challenges. And what makes it better is, that, is, is when there, there's others out there that really care for us. Doesn't that make us feel better when there's at least one out, one out there that cares? That, and that's what I was talking about last time, is somebody holding the candle for you. If there's one person out there that, that cares for you, what a difference in the world that can make. And so going further into that, we need to really understand that we can be the candle for ourselves, that we can be the, 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 the hand that holds our own hand. And it starts with loving ourselves and looking in the mirror and instead of judging ourselves of how we look and how we compare with other human beings, realize that we're living this unique experience for a reason. That you've created this experience for a reason. And no matter what the size of you or the age of you or the color of you, you are beautiful. You are magnificent. And I'm here to help remind you that. I'm not teaching anything new here. All these things that I'm saying are already inside of you. You are already a magnificent creature. The only, thing that, oh, the only thing that takes that away is your belief in it. And society will never teach you that, how powerful you really are. And society doesn't teach us how to love ourselves. We're instantly grown up in the world and brought into a world where we're comparing each other in ridiculous ways about what we look like on the outside, how smart we are. And not realizing that each of us has our own unique gifts and our own unique way of perceiving the world. And what an amazing gift that is, is to, to be able to have those differences, to be that unique snowflake that falls in the sky. You know that there's not one that's identical to another, that each snowflake that falls is unique. Think of all the trillions of snowflakes that fall every year. And you are one of them. You are unique. You have something unique here. But how do you allow that uniqueness to grow? You're not going to allow it to grow when you're not understanding the truth of who you, of who you really are. You see, that has to be watered with love and compassion and care. And that beautiful seed of who you really are grows into that powerful oak tree. But without awareness and understanding, it's only a possibility. It's only a potential. And so I'm, I'm truly trying to create this podcast so that we can help wake each other up to remind each other of our true strengths, to shake off what is no longer ours, what no longer serves us, and all these downloads that we were born into that are not ours. And whether they're our parents or our teachers or our societies, regardless, they're not ours. We need to start looking at ourselves in the mirror with love and compassion and respect. 
realizing that these bodies are, are a vehicle of experience, that these minds are easily programmed. And it's time for us to take our power back, realizing that it's time to be the rider on the horse. It's time to realize that you are the rider on the horse, that you, you're, that you have that power, that you have that capability, that you don't have to let your mind take you for a wild ride anymore. But it's going to take work. It's going to take consistent work. It's going to take consistent awareness. You see, your awareness brings light. Your attention and what you focus on, that grows. So if you wake up in the morning one day and you stub your toe at the edge of your bed, your mind says, oh, what a great day. What a, what a, what a start to a day. And then your mind starts to focus on things that aren't so great. And then it's, your mind says, oh, it's going to be one of those days. So guess what it's going to be? It's going to be one of those days. But if you quickly snap out of it and you start to laugh at yourself and be like, oh my goodness, I'm clumsy. That's okay. You start laughing at yourself. You start being gentle on yourself. You allow the possibility of whatever day brings, of whatever magic that day brings. That's when great things happen to you. And that momentum builds. It's about having that awareness instantly. And if you're driving, for example, on a busy highway and somebody cuts you off, and your first reaction is to yell and scream, watch that feeling of, of that anger coming up into your solar plexus. And if you're not aware quick enough, that feeling can take over and become you. And before you know it, you fall unconscious. And that's what unconsciousness is. It's, it's lack of light. It's lack of awareness. You've let your mind completely take over without awareness. And it's not easy to do to, 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 to build up that spiritual muscle, so to speak. So it takes practice. And this is where meditation comes into play. This is where yoga comes into play. And you don't have to do these things. You can actually just go for a walk and just be aware of your thoughts. Go for a walk in nature and be aware of your thoughts and try not to think. For that's where true inspiration comes. All of our greatest scientists, including Einstein, these, these great rediscoveries that he's made didn't come from his mental capacity. They came from his inspirational heart. There was times where he thought of his EMC squared when he was in the shower without thinking. It came through his inspirational thought. These are where the greatest thoughts come from, not from the mind from beyond the mind. So first, we have to allow this door to be open and to realize that we, we, we can't control everything, that your mind can't control everything. For what it thinks it can control, everything else is left out. All the other potentialities are gone. So we need to be aware of that. We need to be in the moment more and more. Before. For society teaches us to always think in the future and to think in the past. We're always thinking about our calendars or what, what our next calendar date is. And with computers... It's only getting more so-and-so, more that way. And with Facebook and Instagram, TikTok, these are distractions. It's keeping our minds busy, overstimulated. When do we have a moment to get to be inspirational, to feel that intuition come through, to lead from our hearts? We need to start making that time. And again, it's about going for a walk in nature. It's about sitting quietly, it's about meditating. It's about yoga. And even working out is good. Whatever it is that brings you to the moment, that's what you do more of. And those are the moments that you're going to feel inspiration. And so I want to talk more about going into your, ourselves and going into our hearts. Instead of going out there for answers, instead of Googling something, instead of 
looking on the internet for something, looking for advice somewhere. Instead of putting all of our power out there and giving our power away, what do we feel about it? What do our hearts say about it? So if you think of it this way, if I were to ask you, can you feel your left knee? Can you feel your left foot? Can you feel your right shoulder? It's going to take some people some time to actually feel the sensations in there. See, your body only responds now when it's in pain. And that's when you feel it. For that where we put, where we put our attention, that energy grows. Where we focus on, it grows. So if we can just sit here for once in a while, sit on the, on the couch, sit on the chair, have a few minutes and just feel your energy, feel your body. Be thankful for your body, for your body is the vehicle of this experience, and it's truly a gift. And when you bring in that energy of gratitude and attention, your body loves that. Your body can heal if you give it the right attention. So instead of saying, if you have a sore stomach, your, 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 your mind has been programmed to say, oh, what's wrong with my stomach? Is something wrong? And then you give it that potentiality that something is wrong. And if you do that enough times, well, sure damn well, there's going to be something wrong. But if your stomach is sore, it's telling you, listen, pay attention to me. So if you put the attention there without any sort of fear, but with love or gratitude, your body will start to heal. You will start to heal yourself. You see, it's about looking in the mirror every day instead of saying, I don't look good enough, or I'm ugly today, or I look tired. It's about being gentle on yourself, realizing that life isn't easy. Life is full of challenges. But it has to start with us. We have to start being gentle on ourselves first. We have to start realizing that life is challenging, that we're incredibly courageous and brave to be here in the first place. And that's where I see everybody now, is that I see them for who they really are. For this is the dream. Your story will continue after, just as your story continued before you were here. And so let us be gentle on ourselves. Let us love ourselves more. Let's fill our own cups with that sort of high, high vibrational energy so that we can see others for who they really are and respect the path that they have to walk. You know, they say judging a book by its cover. You know what that is. It's so true. For the energy that you put out, you shall receive back. We need to wake up from this programming. We need to take our power back. We need to be who we're meant to be. Because you are the unique snowflake. And so it's time for us to wake up from this dream and to create the dream of our reality, to create the dream from our heart. For our hearts know best. And less and less we see our hearts being involved in actions and decisions in the world. It's always a left-brain decision, logic. We're living now in the age of information. And you see these computers and technology available everywhere. And you see our youth and ourselves staring more and more at computer screens. For our minds have been wanting to be, they want to be overstimulated. That we can't even have a moment of no thought that we have to grab our screen. It's become such a bad habit that we don't even realize that we're doing this anymore, that this has become normal nature, that this is just the way life is, and that something is missing. And that is the thing that's missing, is that it's our hearts, and our hearts are connected directly to our soul. 
And if our souls don't want to be here because we're not following our path, that we're not honoring each other's path or our path, you know, things can get pretty, pretty ugly. So it's about having a balance. It's the yin and the yang. It's the yin and the yang. It's about having balance in life. You know, it's not a bad thing to be watching TV. It's not a bad thing to be, to be using your phone. But it's about being aware. It's about being aware of the thoughts and being aware of the things that you're watching on the TV and watching on your screen. For you need to realize that everything is food. The food and the quality of the food that you eat, whether it's organic or non-GMO, goes into your body. Everything's, everything's a vibration. And your body reacts to it. There's no difference from watching TV. If you watch something violent or horror on TV, that goes into your energy field somewhere. And the music that we listen to or whatever we listen to, that's also food. That's food for our energy field. So that goes somewhere. We need to realize that. That it's not just the food that we eat, it's the things that we see and it's, it's, the, things that, it's the things that we hear that get absorbed into our energy field. So we need to start taking responsibility of what we put into our body. If we really want to be better, if you really want to create the reality of your dreams, then we need to take responsibility for our thoughts and for the energy that we put into our body. And that's what I say to people is, is go for more, go, go walk, go for a walk, go for a walk in nature. Do more yoga, meditation, work out, whatever it is that brings you more into the moment. For we live in a society it doesn't teach that. It teaches to keep your mind busy. It's, it's a distraction. Society teaches that distraction is good. To watch as much TV as you can. To watch as much marketing as you can. But realizing that everything is food. Everything is food. Be responsible for what you put into your body. I used to watch a ton of violent, of violent films in my youth. And I tell you, I had horrible dreams. Horrible, horrible dreams. And I can tell you that was not good for my path. That puts me away from my path. And your mind and your body will react to that. So it's about honoring and respecting ourselves first. It's about looking in the mirror and honoring ourselves for the wonderful beings that we really are, knowing that we've been put here on purpose. This is not just some random accident that we're sitting here on earth. This has been planned. Your DNA has been created by your soul this experience like a flash of lightning we are put into this time and space to experience all there is to experience as much as we can but we must first understand ourselves before we understand the out there we need to stop going out there for the answers and start going in here in our hearts for that's where the true answer lies is in our hearts and more and more that's being pulled away more distractions trying to keep us busy from reaching into ourselves. That's the power of love. The power of love can do and heal anything. But we have to use our hearts. We have to realize that they're here for a reason, that our hearts are connected to our souls. That's the recipe. It's not just the thought. It's the thought with the feeling. Does this feel right? Is this the right thing to do? Not talking logically. Does it feel like the right thing to do? That's your soul speaking to you. Listen to, her, listen to your soul. 
it knows. So I want to thank everybody truly from the bottom of my heart for being here on this podcast and listening. I truly honor you all. And I, I, I'm so thank that we, thankful that we have this place to be together, to grow together in light and in love, to honor ourselves. And I want you all to have a truly a wonderful day and evening wherever you are. I'll see you next time.